Welcome back to Morning Markets on Friday the 1st of July. Later today, our Do More With Your Money show will be live on our YouTube channel. The topic today is Russia and Ukraine, so please do subscribe to our channel to make sure you don't miss that. In today's session, I want to cover off the first half of the year, and I also want to touch on some important data which came out of the US yesterday. So please do bear with me. Today's video may be slightly longer than normal. In terms of the first half of the year, at headline level, global equities are down 22% year-to-date in local currency terms. Global government bonds are down 21%. Investors have faced a number of challenges in the first half of this year, stemming from an environment of rising inflation. We were already seeing challenges here in terms of demand outstripping supply, with global supply chain blockages intensified by restrictive COVID activity policies in core manufacturing engines such as China. Inflation prints were also heavily influenced by rising energy and food costs, which were reflecting the curtailment of supply following Russia's invasion of Ukraine. For the first time in a number of decades, inflation prints in developed markets hits high single and even double digit levels. We were experiencing slowing economic growth. For context, we were accelerating out of COVID at one of the fastest rates of economic expansion on record. This was turbocharged by the actions of central banks and the support of government spending and the reduction of COVID activity restrictions. We were anticipating this expansion rate to cool, but this cooling has been intensified by higher living costs and central banks and their efforts to moderate demand in order to stem inflation. Asset market volatility has been evident not just in equities, but also within bond markets, as yields rose in anticipation of the moves in which central banks were making to raise interest rates and move away from their pathway of quantitative easing to contain inflation. For context, the yield on a 10-year US government bond has doubled from 1.5% to 3% over the period of just six months. Traditional diversifiers during this time have been really challenged. A lot has occurred in the first half of this year, and I've just pulled out three examples there, but it's important for us to stress our acknowledgement of the genuine humanitarian crisis which has been occurring within Ukraine and is ongoing. It's also important to note that whilst there's been challenges for multi-asset managers, there have been more resilient components of the market and even areas generating positive returns. To provide some context here, the US market is down 20%. The UK's largest 100 companies are down just 1% during that period. Japan has also provided a degree of support, down just 6% in that time. From a style perspective, value has outperformed growth by 17%. And many alternative instruments with an embedded commodity linkage or through successful use of their ability to take long or short views within assets has allowed a number of these pro products to provide a positive return. In terms of the key data prints over the last 24 hours, if we turn to the US, two important components we'll focus on, one being inflation and the second component being personal spending growth. On the inflation side, the headline PCE inflation, which refers to personal consumption expenditure, was unchanged in the one year to the end of May at 6.3%, but that's sitting materially higher than the Federal Reserve's target of 2%. However, the Fed's preferred measure, being the core PCE, which strips out energy and food prices, actually saw a gradual moderation month on month, plus 0.3%. But if we look on the year-on-year -year number, it actually moderated. It came down from 4.9% to 4.7% to the end of May. 
This is quite important because this is a point in time where markets are looking for evidence of inflation peaking and starting to moderate. In terms of the reaction, US bond yields pulled in around 7 basis points on the 10-year, bringing the 10-year back towards that 3% level, almost back to where we started at the beginning of June. Market participants are trying to couple this data with the more hawkish tone presented by the Federal Reserve through the month to gauge the velocity of their pathways we look forward. The second component is around personal spending growth. Personal spending growth was positive. There's still demand out there. People are getting out there and spending, but the growth rate was softer than expected. It came in at 1.8% positive on an annualised basis, but that's down from 3.1% at the reading at the last quarter. This is suggesting that the effect which the Fed is trying to have in terms of cooling demand may actually be coming to pass. What was interesting about the report was inventory, so stock levels of businesses are actually increasing, potentially reflecting firms' appetite to build stock when they can after a challenging first half of the year in terms of actually accessing materials and goods. Thank you very much for watching. Please do subscribe to our YouTube channel and we look forward to bringing you up to date on key developments here on Morning Markets. If you're interested in taking your investing to the next level or would like to know more about the options available to you when you retire, then download our free guides to ICES and pensions. These are available in the video description below.